The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Get Back, featuring Billy Preston. Who? I would like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves, and I hope we've passed the audition. Thanks, Mo. Uh, so, okay, Get Back. I used to not like this song because I heard it so many times. Then I started to be okay with it. Maybe it takes a thousand listens to get into. I don't know. Um, I'm not crazy about the message. Paul's basically singing for us to go backwards. I only like it when I consider the interpretation that it's Paul wishing for the Beatles to get back to before they were famous, before the infighting and such. I also don't like Paul's vocal. (laughs) What I I do like, because I'm a positive person, is Billy Preston on the electric piano. John also does a good job playing lead guitar. Yeah. So as like a kind of a topic that's adjacent to this, this is kind of where it starts to get tricky about what versions of these songs we should be listening to as a comparison for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, or maybe it's just like this, the let it be album is just, there's just so many, <laughs> there's so many interpretations and whatnot because they can never quite figure it out. Right. There's uh, let it be, me, there's let it be dot, dot, dot naked. And, uh, yep. There's the Glenn Johns version. Mm-hmm. The Phil Spector version. Yeah, there's just, just a lot. Um, it's all anyway, too much. It's all too much. Uh, for me, when I went to the single version that was on one, because that's what was released you know, in its time. Uh, but when we get to Let It Be in Earnest, we're going to have a lot to talk about right. uh, when it comes to that uh, and all the different ways that they've presented these songs. And, of course, uh, Abbey anyway, Road will be first because it was... That's what released came out first. first. It was released first. Right. So. Kind of like how, you know, we, we just got through Yellow Submarine, but a lot of those songs were recorded, mm-hmm. you know, pre-White Album and pre-Pepper, so, maybe even, like, just post-Pepper. Mm-hmm. Timey-wimey stuff, yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, no, just, we can't let it. We can't let any song go through the, uh, through the sieve here. Uh, but you're right. I think it can be tough to listen to this song with fresh ears. Um, because it's just so ubiquitous in the world where you're probably just like hearing it accidentally every week. Um, I do like the back to basics approach of the Beatles here. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I really like when they remember that they're a rock band sometimes. Yeah. But what I now think about with this song is very much defined by the get back film that mm-hmm. came out on Disney a couple of years ago, just watching Paul pull this song out of thin air like it took my breath away to watch that. Like that was, that's the, that's the defining thing that I took away from that film was like that moment. Mm -hmm. It just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Uh, Also, I think getting a chance to see a Beatles extended universe with Billy Preston would be really fun because he's great. The uh, BEU, the Beatles extended universe. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, that, that moment was replayed a lot on Twitter uh, and Instagram when Paul comes up with the riff to get back on Infinair, you know. And then, like, Ringo and George are just standing there next to him, and Ringo starts to play it on his uh, lap, you know, trying to get into it. Yeah. 
The Beatles' 19th British single, Get Back, was the first released by the group from their 1969 Back to Basics phase. John Lennon said that Get Back is Paul, that's a better version of Lady Madonna. You know, a pop boiler rewrite. Faint, damning him with faint praise. <clears throat> the song began as a satirical and critical look at attitudes towards immigrants in Britain. Well, they solved that one. Paul McCartney sure intended did. to parody the negative attitudes that were prevalent among politicians and the press. Race issues evidently played on McCartney's mind during the Get Back Line of B sessions. He led the Beatles through Commonwealth an unreleased improvised satire loosely based on British politician Enoch Powell's notorious Rivers of Blood speech. The most infamous of the unreleased Get Back versions is known as No Pakistanis. It contained the line, Don't dig no Pakistanis taking all the people's jobs. While mostly unfinished, the song did include a mumbled rhyming couplet which paired the words Puerto Rican with Mohican. Various demo versions of the early version were recorded, one of which contains the following lines. Meanwhile, back at home, too many Pakistanis living in a council flat. Candidate McBillard, tell us what your plan is. Won't you tell us where you're at? Despite being satirical in nature, it didn't prevent accusations of racism being leveled at McCarty for years to come after the Get Back bootlegs became public. So Paul McCarty... Twitter wasn't a thing then. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul McCarty in 1986, Rolling Stone magazine said, when we were doing Let It Be, there were a couple of verses to get back which were actually not racist at all. They were anti-racist. There were a lot of stories in the newspapers then about Pakistanis crowding out flats, you know, living 16 to a room or whatever. So one of the verses that get back, which we were making up on the set of Let It Be, one of the outtakes is something about too many Pakistanis living in a council flat. That's the line. Which to me was actually talking out against overcrowding for Pakistanis. If there was any group that was not racist, it was the Beatles. I mean, all our favorite people were always black. We were kind of the first people to open international eyes, in a way, to Moto. So um, some of those lines are cringeworthy, but I get what yeah. he's saying. Um, and yeah, that's an example of when being topical is not smart. Uh, that was his mistake. But fortunately, they, he changed it to what we yeah. have now. You know. I don't. Rem- did they even like address that in the film? I don't. Yeah, I don't. That. I don't remember them doing that, and I remember that being interesting. Like, yeah, couldn't fit it in a nine-hour cut. <laughs> <laughs> there was no time. Michael Lindsay Hogg deleted that footage. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. The origins of the song's chorus are unknown, although although George Harrison's song "Sour Milk Sea." Demoed by the Beatles in 68 and later recorded by Jackie Lomax, contains the refrain, get back to where you should be. And Paul played bass on that track, so it was in his head. John Lennon, however, later claimed that McCarty's words were directed towards Yoko Ono. He said, I think there's some underlying thing about Yoko in there. You know, get back to where you once belonged. Every time he sang the line in the studio, he'd look at Yoko. Maybe he'll say I'm paranoid. You know, he could say, I'm a normal family man. Those two are freaks. That'll leave him a chance to say that one. Of course, we know in the film, not the case at all. Nope. Paranoid. The Beatles eventually realized that their intentions could be misconstrued and the story of JoJo and Loretta Barton evolved. Paul said, many people have since claimed to be the JoJo and they're not. Let me put that straight. 
Jojo? Not not. I had no particular person in mind. Again, it was a fictional character. Half man, half woman. All very ambiguous. I often left things ambiguous. I like doing that in my songs. Yeah, it's better than Do you? singing no Pakistanis. <laughs> Whatever the true meaning, Get Back served as a neat summary of the Beatles' Back to Basics musical intentions, and the song became the title track of what they intended to be their next album. Mm-hmm. Although two different versions of the LP were compiled by producer-engineer Glenn Johns, the January 1969 records, recordings were eventually remixed by Phil Spector and released as the Let It Be album. Get Back was released as a UK single on April 11th and on May 5th in the US, 1969, as a follow-up to Hey Jude. Paul McCartney wrote the following for the press advertisements. Get Back is the Beatles' new single. It's the first Beatles record which is as live as live can be in this electronic age. <laughs> There's no electronic whatchamacallit. Get Back is pure springtime rock number. On the other side, there's an equally live number called Don't Let Me Down. Paul's got this to say about Get Back. We were sitting in the studio and we made it up out of thin air. True. Yeah. We started to write words there and then. When we finished it, we recorded it at Apple Studios and made it into a song to Roller Coast By. P.S. John adds, it's John playing the fab live guitar solo. And now John on Don't Let Me Down. John says, don't let me down, about don't let me down. In Get Back and Don't Let Me Down, you'll find the Beatles, as nature intended. <laughs> John Lennon and give- Rolling Stone in 1970 said, yes, I played the solo on Get Back. When Paul was feeling kindly, he would give me a solo. Maybe if he oh, was feeling guilty off. that he had most of the A-side or something, he would give me a solo. And I played the solo on that. He was so proud of playing the solo. <laughs> oh my god, dude. But to get back to, to, to get back huh, to the to the pure springtime rock and roll number, are we saying that old time rock and roll by uh, by Bob Seger was a, is a hashtag Beatles did it? I think we could say that. Dun 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 dun. dun. In this electronic age, <laughs> Harrison. See, but the reason why John actually played the solo is because George Harrison had temporarily quit the group back on sure January tenth. See what the clubs. So Lennon mm-hmm. worked out the lead guitar part himself and played it on the recordings. That's what actually happened. Paul was not feeling charitable. Get Back charted at number one in the UK and remained in the charts for 17 weeks. It also topped the US charts. Billed as the Beatles with Billy Preston, it was the only one of the group's singles to credit another musician. Although the single and album versions both originate from the same recording, the single contains a coda which was omitted by Phil Spector on Let It Be. It said Spector added dialogue from the rooftop performance at Apple to give the impression of a newer live performance. The single's coda began after a false ending and contained the lyrics, Get back, Loretta. Your mummy's waiting for you. Wearing her high heel shoes and her low neck sweater. Get back home, Loretta. The rooftop performance of Get Back was finally released on Anthology 3 in 1996. The single version is available in the Past Masters collection. A shorter remix version was also made for Let It Be. Dot dot dot. Naked. In 2003. We are going to talk about the Let It Be Naked uh, advertising campaign because I distinctly remember it. Seeing as uh-huh. I was alive. A 20 yes, year old lad. That, that, that and one. I can, uh, like, recite yeah. those commercials in my brain. And the Sears air conditioner commercial, for what it's worth. <laughs> That's 
Although, yeah, I saw that. That was on your Instagram stories, and uh, I, I, I remember, uh, I remember the line. It's a scorcher, <laughs> and at first That's I thought scorcher. I misremembered, but it's at the very end, like after to get the cool. air conditioner <laughs> from Sears. I'll call now. You said you'd call yesterday. I'll call now. Although it was performed during the Twickenham Film Studios rehearsals in early January 1969, the first studio version of Get Back was recorded on January 21st at Apple Studios in the basement of 3 Savile Row, London. The complete recording sessions by Mark Lewison said that by the time sessions reached Apple, the lyric had changed in the title. Well, Paul had his own ideas in that direction. George Martin over to talk back. What are you calling this, Paul? Paul. Shit. Shit, take one. The creative process. Get Back was the first song released by the Beatles to feature Billy Preston, who was visiting Apple during the recording. He was swiftly recruited by George Harrison to augment the group's sound and to help dissipate tensions. George Harrison said, he came in while we were down in the basement, running through Get Back, and I went up to reception and said, come in and play on this because they're all acting strange. He was all excited. I knew the others loved Billy anyway. It was like a breath of fresh air. It's interesting to see how nicely people behave when you bring guests in, because they don't really want everybody to know that they're so bitchy. He got on the electric piano, and straight away there was 100% improvement in the vibe in the room. Having this fifth person was just enough to cut the ice that we created among ourselves. So he did that trick that he did for While My Guitar Jelly Weeps when he brought in yep. Eric Clapton. More recordings took place on the 23rd, 24th, 27th, 28th of January. The 27th yielded the basic track used for the release versions. The single version included a coda taped on the 28th, while applause and comments for the rooftop performance were used for the album mix. Although faded early on the disc, the coda from the 20th of January featured forced laughter and ad-lib lyrics. A 37-second snippet was included as the last track of the unreleased Get Back LP, was also shown underneath the end credits of the Let It Be film. The third and final rooftop version was interrupted by police officers who demanded Mal Evans turn off the group's amplifiers. <clears throat> this he did, but Harrison immediately switched his back on, then Mal immediately turned John Lennon's on again. The song almost broke down, but lurched to a finish with McCartney ad-libbing, you've been playing on the roofs again, and that's no good. And you know, your mummy doesn't like that. She gets angry. She's going to have you arrested. Get back. This version can be heard on Anthology 3. The video of that, t- or the, yeah, the video of that is pretty funny too. When Paul realizes yeah. what's what's happening, he has like the yeah, biggest did, smile on his face. Didn't he, yeah, he said he wanted the police to take him away. <laughs> they're coming to that. take me away, my lord. They're coming to take, take me, me away. away. Uh, is that Paul Revere and the Raiders? Uh, I think that what wasn't that like a. <sighs> that was part of a music compilation and it was the commercial I remember by heart because I, I it would play it all the time during Napoleon the 14th uh, no it make me away aha it's coming to take me away um, during the Smurfs and the Snorks which was on back to back on the Cartoon Network um, okay. during the summer uh, and they would always have the commercial uh, it was like rock me gently rock me slowly and then they're coming to take me away haha ha, they're coming to take and uh sh- some chicago song if you yeah. leave me now oh no the night chicago died i don't think it was that was by chicago in any event you're the inspiration yes 
That was in there too, I think. Baby, what a big surprise! No, it was not a Chicago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just just li- I'm just listing Chicago songs. <laughs> was it on Chicago 14 and a half? You know what? Maybe I I misremembered. I was at a Chicago concert. That's what it was. Okay, the 20 January 28th version was first mixed for single release on the 26th of March. However, following radio play from BBC presenters John Peel and Alan Fluff Freeman, McCarty decided the mix wasn't right. Oh, Kanye West thing over here. New yeah. mono and stereo versions were made on April 7th, and the single had its release just four days later. Due to its late completion, many stores didn't receive copies for several days after this. Get Back was the Beatles' first single release in true stereo in the U.S., in the UK, the Beatles' singles remained monaural, mono, until the following release, The Ballad of John and Yoko. It was also the only Beatles single to debut on the UK singles charts at number one. That's wow. Cool. Yeah. McCartney performed Get Back on The Late Show with David Letterman on July 15, 2009. He played it on The Roof. Letterman asked McCartney if he had ever played on a marquee before. I've done a roof, McCarty replied, referring to the Beatles' 1969 performance. McCarty also performed the song as a kind of encore in SNL on December 11, 2010. The performance was unusual for the show because McCarty had played the two standard songs of musical guest play, then had played a third song, A Day in the Life, Give Peace a Chance. At the normal conclusion of the show, when host Paul Rudd danked the cast, McCarty took the stage again for Get Back, the broadcast of which was partially cut off due to time constraints. I don't remember this at all. I must have watched it. Don't remember that at all. McCarty performed this, this live during the 1989-90 World Tour. It was released on both the full-length and highlights versions of the subsequent live album Tripping the Live Fantastic. The 2009 performance was included on the Good Evening New York City album. In 2005, the song was part of his Super Bowl halftime show. That was the year after the Janet Jackson incident, I believe. That's and right. Like, What's the safest artists we could possibly have that no one will be offended by Paul McCartney and McCartney and the Foo Fighters performed the song at the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony Love Count Zero <laughs> Josie Scale is this song better than your love by the outfield I hesitantly going to say Josie you son of no! I, I'm gonna give this a, uh, a yeah. I I I like this song a lot. Uh, I just I can't get over you know seeing this just created by Paul on in that film, right. and um, you know I I do like Let It Be, although with some caveats that I will eventually give when we get to the record. Um, so if you didn't see the the footage of Paul plucking that song out of thin air would you still give it a yeah yes i like the song a lot all right next week don't let me down andrew don't let me down the beatles are a pretty nice band talk about them day after day but we also love the outfield a lot so are these songs better than your love the Beatles are a pretty nice band Someday we'll judge if they're fine Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine